1: Good morning. It is Friday, October 12. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira.
0: And I'm at de Oliveira. And let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, it's just been a, a really busy week, so many things going on, and um, I just want to thank you, Lord, for everything that's happened, and uh, and as we read this text one more time before we preach on it tomorrow and we reflect on it in our connect groups and uh, in various churches uh, connected to this passage this week, I ask God for your blessing, for the Spirit to, to lead us to a place of acceptance, and uh, and Lord, also to redemption, uh, the, the ultimate message that's coming through these chapters, but in this chapter in particular, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. For the last time, I am reading from the English Standard Version. Yes. Romans chapter 11. The Remnant of Israel. I ask then, has God rejected His people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected His people whom He foreknew. Do you not know what the Scripture says of Elijah, how he appeals to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed Your prophets, they have demolished Your altars and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself seven thousand men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant, chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works, otherwise grace would no longer be grace. What then? Israel failed to obtain what it was seeking. The elect obtained it, but the rest were hardened. As it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see and ears that would not hear, down to this very day. And David says, Let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and bend their backs forever. Subtitled Gentiles Grafted In. So I ask, did they stumble in order that they might fall? By no means. Rather, through their trespass salvation has come to the Gentiles, so as to make Israel jealous. Now, if their trespass means riches for the world, and if their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their full inclusion mean? Now, I am speaking to you, Gentiles, inasmuch then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my mystery in order somehow to make my fellow Jews jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection means the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? If the dough offered as first fruits is holy, so is the whole lump. For if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will He spare you. Note, then, the kindness and the severity of God, severity toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you, provided you continue in His kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in. For God has the power to graft them in again. For if you were cut off from what is by nature a wild olive tree and grafted, contrary to nature, into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these— the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree. Subtitle, The Mystery of Israel's Salvation Lest you be wise in your own sight, I do not want you to become unaware of this mystery, brothers. A partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And in this way all Israel will be saved, as it is written, The Deliverer will come from Zion, he will banish ungodliness from Jacob, and this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As regards the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. For just as you were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, so they too have now been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience, that He may have mercy on all.
0: So, our final question for this week before we get into the passage, and uh, I'm going to be preaching on this uh, tomorrow on october on October uh, thirteen. Um, and uh, this uh, is this: do you accept that we all have blind spots? Are you open to the Holy Spirit showing you yours, and what would it take for you to be receptive to God really exposing yours?
1: So this is an interesting question because, um, first of all, yes, I do think we all have blind spots. Yes. But if I or anybody else happened to be receptive to the Holy Spirit showing them to me, and the Holy Spirit showed all of them to me, yeah. and I were then capable of fixing yeah. all of them, then I would no longer be a person who had any blind spots. Okay. <laughs> and I don't think that's technically possible.
0: Okay. Therefore, mm. it's not possible.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I just, um. I well, think, maybe, would I be receptive? Maybe, maybe I don't that think fact, that God ever chooses to show you everything. I think possibly you'd be you'd or he'd show you one blind spot and you'd correct that and you'd develop another one because they're not it's not like they're a fixed thing they can
0: Well yeah come exactly and go maybe that's, life, right? maybe it's the just the willingness to actually be open to having the spirit speak to you about the fact that you do have blind spots and we all do and I
1: think we can do better or worse at things yeah. you know I think you can make choices to kind of intentionally try to Yeah but then it it seems like one thing that makes me always feel bad about uh, the Jews, you know, as Paul's writing about them, is that evidently where they went wrong was that they were trying so hard to be good, mm. you know, and that there's something depressing about that. So I think a lot of the lesson in this is that the more you try to fix yourself, whether that be through trying to correct your blind spots or, you know, trying to get rid of some sin mm. in your life, the more you run the risk of falling into a different ditch. So, yeah, they
0: were they were trying. Because yeah, these aren't bad people. So we look hard. at them like, yeah. oh,
1: they're bad people. No. They were people who were trying really hard to be good people. They're people that we probably would like. You know, we think that we wouldn't, but we probably would like them. But we'd admire them.
0: Yeah, they, they, were, try, were, they were trying so hard to be good. People. I think it's the level of, the that we talked about yesterday, the level of self-righteousness that, that exceeded everything else. And so mm-hmm. their their motive for being good uh, became painful. It became painful to them and became painful to others. So it wasn't actually... So much as that, they wanted to be good for the sake of like, let's be good people. Like, let's just love more people, and let's just be. They wanted to
1: be good because they to wanted be, to feel that like they were a level up.
0: They wanted to be powerful again, and and this is the problem when when people have been oppressed and lost and had and want to be able to go back. And you know, I was talking to this man, not too recently, who used to have a lot, and uh, and now he doesn't have a you lot mean anymore. Materially yeah uh, well, not just or materially everything kind of I mean he had everything and uh, and now he doesn't um and uh, and it's just very difficult because he's in a place right now where his identity he's just grappling to be able to reclaim that identity again yeah and, well, and you, he can't yeah. live and, and and then anything that happens to him any conversation that happens to him right uh, is is misconstrued because people just don't remember who I was. Do they remember what I used to contribute and what I used to be able to give in my, in my, uh, intelligence and my, you know, the, I used to be a player. I used to be the person who was the center of everything. And now I'm not.
1: What is the movie? I used to, I could have been a contender. Is that what it is? yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> and I just and I felt I felt so much pain that he's going through uh, in his life, and this has been going for many, many years for te- for over a decade. Mm. So it's a, a very difficult place to be inside there. I think we all have um, we all have blind spots. Without, I mean, I, I I'm constantly asking myself as well
1: um, What your blind I'm, spots are. What
0: well, my blind spots are, and, and in particular when I speak, I feel a, a tremendous amount of responsibility. To make sure that I don't have that I don't allow any of my biases, and if my biases come through, as they naturally do come through, you know how I am. That you try to mitigate
1: those to the point where you don't harm people unnecessarily. Well,
0: there's a lot of. I I rem- I think what it was is that years ago I remember I preached a sermon um and I made uh some people weep and it wasn't weeping you know in the sense of oh I love Jesus Christ and I feel I'm mm. a follower of Christ but they wept like I will never come to church again. I was just kind of horrified. It was a horrible horrible thing. Um and I it was just horrifying to me, horrifying to them and um and I just felt this tremendous uh
1: Well, I've went through an experience like that. I mean, not exactly like that, but somebody mentioned to me, I was up at a women's retreat last weekend. Somebody came up and they were really worrying that they had been at our church in a connect group and they had said something that they thought had upset another person Hmm. in the connect group because that person made a facial expression or something. And I thought how often it is that we kind of inadvertently, you know, I don't know whether the person was offended or not. I have no inside knowledge about that. I do know that this other person was worried that they had said something. Mm. And I just think partly we have to be careful to not give offense, but you also have to be careful in not taking offense where none is intended. You know, that I think the responsibility is on both sides that often people are talking, they don't know your personal story. They don't know what your hot buttons are. They're not trying to hurt you. I think if if you think about that, that this person is not trying to hurt me. Um, They're coming from a particular angle right now in what they're saying. And so they're thinking about it from a certain point of view that maybe if they knew my story or whatever, they wouldn't think about it this way. But, you know, it's just kind of... I don't know. I think we all have to extend each other a little bit of understanding. People say uh, stuff, and I think
0: I think actually that's you know, the blind spot that maybe all of us have in some way a lot more than we realize. That all of us suffer this blind spot. We don't think people enough.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we don't recognize that enough. When I look at this text, though, and and when I'm going to focus on this text, you know, tomorrow in particular, and uh, looking at the idea here is that in verse. Chapter 11, verse 5, it says, So too at the present time there is a remnant chosen by grace. I think that's pretty fantastic that it's mm-hmm. not by anything we've done that we are welcomed. And we belong because God has chosen us. Well,
1: and that—that that means that that is, if that is true of me, then it's true yeah. of everybody else. It's true of my enemy.
0: Yeah. And I want to talk. I want to talk about that tomorrow. I want to talk about the idea of, of what it means to really be redeemed and what it really means to belong, and and who should be welcomed at the table, um, and uh, mm. and how big that table should really be, and uh, and why we make the table so small. And uh, and how we should make that table larger. So, think about this okay, question. You're
1: talking too much about tomorrow. Oh yeah. We're I know. About tomorrow, tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So think about that. Uh, think about that uh, today. Uh, do you accept uh, that we ha- all have blind spots? Are you open to the Holy Spirit showing yours? What would it take for you to be receptive uh, to God really exposing yourselves, uh, exposing yours? Yours. Yes. 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 Uh, look after each other. Live love, and uh, we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church. Until next time, look after each other and live love.